Check this out. This is DSE Podcast first. We freestyle. We got this new track. It's called <laughs> Tune In to the Podcast. Hey. And the same beat. Tune the podcast. Hey. Tune into the podcast. We yeah. on the couch. Tune we got B Rav in the building. Hey. Give us some B Rav. Uh, Sing to the ladies hey. and the fellas. We pull into the couch. It's called a podcast. Let me show you what to do. My name is B Rav. Hey. And I know how to do it. Let me show you all these girls I'm just pursuing. It's a freestyle. And we rocking it. Can you hear my voice? Are you liking it? What? Yeah. Hey, yeah. We on the couch. We got bars. Hey, it's the DSC. Hey, <laughs> it's the DSC. Yeah. Tune in, like, subscribe. DSC yeah. underscore podcast. Be yeah, in the building. So man, crazy, crazy week, man. Uh, we finally, finally shut down for this uh, COVID nineteen coronavirus, man. Uh, it's one third of your your crew DSC podcast. It's Cash, and on the other line, I got. Mr. Press. Hey, we doing our part to, you know, social distance. Last week we were a little reckless, but uh, you know, in light of uh recent events and these numbers going up dramatically, we we had to practice some social distance. So to everybody out there that's doing your Yo, thing as well. I, yeah. I'm I'm working I'm working from home and they they still going to work. I don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you know, yeah, sh- shout out to all the, you know, you know the healthcare workers. Uh, you know folks day to day that that work the trains, the buses, and yeah. You start to talk about it. I'm like, uh, me being this teacher now and everything at home with the kids. Yo, the teachers shout out next week. Oh my god, yeah, shout out to the teachers too, man. Like it, it's 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 showing you, man, how much we re- we get so comfortable with uh, relying on on other things out here, bro. Like I, I almost had a breakdown that first <laughs> the first day of uh, e learning, man. What about you? Oh man, man! Every day I do. Like they send out something new, and I don't, bro. The way they teach these schools stuff now, I don't know. Like I try to teach them the way I learned, which ain't the way the teacher uh, wanted to talk. So yeah, that's that's been a big challenge. Uh, like I said, we and then just coming up with activities throughout the day for the kids, man. That's uh, got to plan that out. Make sure we're getting outside. Make sure uh, they're getting bro- proper breaks. Uh, just setting up that schedule has been like a been difficult been very very difficult i would say lisa hey, teachers need to get paid more definitely yeah then on uh, top of that I'm, I'm doing this with two kids and they have like 30 in the class whatever right right <laughs> yeah i know man and uh yeah we haven't really started till uh i think thursday is when they first started but they ironed out all the, the kinks and stuff like that on thursday Friday a little bit more but my wife was home that day so that, that kind of got some relief on that because I had no idea what I was doing she's super organized with the boys way more than I ever will be so shout out to uh, the wife on that man but yeah next week it, it really starts man to where like you said those activities you know what I'm saying I have three at home so my daughter she has to have something to do all day long and she wants to be a part of everything that the, the older boys are doing but you know if they have an yeah. issue with homework or something like that or what they got on the school like it's kind of hard to balance that out man and it's not for lack of not knowing it's just you know your time in three different places you know what i mean it's kind of crazy yeah agreed man like uh the same thing my youngest try to be part of everything just separating to make sure they get their time and everything uh make sure they got the 
time separated so they can actually focus on their work and everything. Uh, we try to make it fun while we're doing it. Like I think one of the things we're going to try to do next week, uh, Monday, on have them take pictures. I'm going to take pictures of it first. So uh, we may have like a semi-career day, see what they want to be. Uh, I'm, I'm only taking real life jobs now, though. This, this is the <laughs> new 2020. So you can be a grocery store worker or work somewhere in the hospital. That's it. <laughs> yo, but, yo, what about adding on telework? Are you really working or is it just like telework quotation marks? Uh, I mean, as much as you can do from telework, like I don't have like one of those, like my job is all like hands-on type stuff. So not really. I'm doing the management portion of my job, which ain't much, ain't much at all. I ain't gonna lie to you. Ain't, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm finding other uses with my time. You know, I was already like doing more schooling, uh, just finding other things to study on and try to better myself during this time frame that is down so I can be just more employable. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I worked the normal uh, work week. I think I only had one, maybe two two days off, but I mean, I still was working like a crazy mid shift. So I think I worked at least five days. So it wasn't no different as far as my week. It was just different time frame. So had a lot to do but at the you know at the end of the day man this is the new norm and uh you know i think everybody's frustrated but we're just trying to figure out our schedules to do what's best for the kids because if it's just me talking i don't think these kids are going back to school this year if i'm being you know if i'm a betting man so so we've been talking about that too like me and the wife and it's just like so what does the people who is like a month two months away from graduate do they just get it automatically or so, what are they gonna do and uh, then and if they drop out completely, uh, do my kids just automatically go to the next grade, or do they have like a little remedial session where they're going to finish up this school year and push them for college? No, they ain't hit all the topics that they need to. And even with this telework, like you talking about the the, the concepts and stuff that we got to teach them, and like you know they do math and everything different than we used to do, and then like you got projects and stuff like. You got to have uh, the supplies at home to do those projects. So are we going to be going to the store? Or store is going to be stocked with all that? Because now you got where you had the teachers all going for those and then you go big staples or something like that. Or you can order off Amazon, order all that stuff in bulk. We got to go individually and get that. And right, it's just right. not readily available, you know? So, yeah, man, it's, it's a lot going on, man, to where, like you said, you try to make it fun for the kids. I haven't even gotten to that point to take off my work my worker hat from what I'm doing every day. Um, for, for those that don't know, I'm in the medical uh, career field, although I'm administrative in nature, but you know, I do a lot of different things that comes, you know, with deploying medics. So that's what I'm doing all the time that I'm at work and all the different things that come with that. So it's, I haven't really had to take that hat and put my dad and teacher hat on. So, but I know I'm trying to prepare even you know probably this morning i was preparing to try to figure out what we're going to do make sure i got the right i'm logged into the right classes have the right links and you know the right uh you know all these different things that they they've just bombarded you with a wealth of information i was like have at it and you know they're trying their best right now as far as the teachers because they're still teleworking so um but you know the, the cool thing man was when my uh my son he saw his teacher and my, this is my oldest my 13 year old he saw his teacher and he was excited genuinely excited about it um and that was only after being out of school for like five days so uh these kids actually miss their teachers man and, and you you yeah really undervalue how much uh these teachers make a difference in these kids lives day in and day out and they they don't want to be at home believe it or not as much as they complain about it 
I don't want them to be at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I don't want them to be at home. I need them getting out there doing stuff because, like, man, if they ain't getting on, like, every little nerve that you got left, man. Like, ooh, work, work is a break. Right, right. It's a break that I wish I could take. So, yeah, bro. Uh, like, when I got to work, the last two shifts I think I worked, I got to work and I was at complete peace. It's just week one, but I mean, you gotta, it's working our relationships again. Working our relationships. When we ain't used to doing this, like, you ain't used to being around your spouse like 24 7, literally 24 7. Yeah, (laughs) that is difficult. That is difficult. Uh, how, How have you been maintaining with that, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, man, we've been doing good. Like, I'm, I joke with it, you know what I mean? We have our other little spouse, but it's just getting to learn each other again. That's basically all it is, you know? Yeah, I could I could dig it, man. Yeah. Do you think it's becoming more real to you in regards to all of the people you're starting to find out that are testing positive, or has it always been, um, I'm going to practice this social distancing, washing my hands and doing all the things that they've said uh, or advised us to do? Uh, I don't know how it is in like y'all neighborhood, but I mean, you can see the same parents going through the same thing I'm going through, like uh, the kids outside, uh, but still we got to practice that. So what the neighborhood can't talk to each other or something like that during that time frame, which is kind of kind of weird because people still need to get out, even if in the backyard our fences touch each other. Like, so you do as much as you can, but at the same time, like. Truthfully, if I don't get sick, they're gonna get sick. They in the house right next door. You know what I mean? It's it's very rare unless you like on complete quarantine, which you we're not because you're still gonna have to go out and get food. Yeah. Which the the stores and stuff are still open, so it's just like it's minimizing as much as possible. But I don't, I don't know how it's just gonna get to the point where you just like nothing unless they getting food delivered to your house or something something you know yeah, yeah. so all the restaurants are still open at certain times so for those that are new listeners if you uh in, a new listener on this one man we we live in germany uh so um it's, things are a little bit different but more the same as the folks that are listening in the states and anywhere else as far as shutdown so you know right now man they got the uh restaurants open supermarkets like everything else the essentials it's open but everything else man it looks like a ghost town uh out here man i just went to go grab a few things earlier and you know no traffic no cars no people and that's that's rare even for sunday i mean the, the transition to me i think you know i'm happy that it's being taken seriously i've been reading tons of reports and sending out tons of reports at work on on what's going on and i think the the main thing that I kind of started to realize about everything as I was starting to kind of get information overload. I don't know if that's happening to you as far as all the uh, the val- separating out the valid information from the bullshit and also, you know, the conspiracy theorists and all that stuff with where some people may have certain points, but it's just things are all over the place, man. And, you know, I'm just trying to believe what I need to believe as far as the raw numbers on what is actually happening and not who made this up and how it came to be and all these different type of things. I'm just trying to get through day to day, man. What about you? How, how are you dealing with all that stuff? So I know like for your job, you may be getting like, I'm not getting over and done it when like uh, with those type of stuff. So uh, I'm getting the minimal info and question for it. I'm not on social media as much as like that. So I ain't seeing all the feeds with the fake news and stuff everybody got. I see the memes every now and again, but I'm like, I'm not really paying attention to that. 
taking advantage of the other stuff that we got going on, just reading more and stuff like that. Uh, talk about responses to what we're going through. Like, I know my library just up my digital uh, content that I can do, so I can get like up to it's usually like 10 books a, a month, and now it's like 20 on digital download. I know like Netflix and stuff, like all their movies and stuff are Disney Plus. They release some of their movies like early, I think, when Frozen 2 came out, Toy Story 4, like uh, they releasing all those movies earlier. Uh, Amazon, I know, got where you can rent like some movies that was in theaters right now, like $20 a pop. So just going through that stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. Just trying to make the best out of a, a a bad situation, man. So hopefully, you know, this clears up in a couple weeks. Uh, I don't think it'll be anytime soon, uh, you know. But you know, hopefully, these numbers start to go down and we can start, you know, getting back to our, our regular lives, man. So, but speaking of our regular lives, man, we got a little bit. We got a little bit of sports this week, man. Yo, this is Cash from Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I know you're asking yourself, how can I support the podcast grow? Don't worry, I got you covered. Step one, subscribe to our YouTube page by searching Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast or DSC Podcast. When you get there, use some of our videos. Hit that like button and take it a step further and comment on the content. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, DSC underscore podcast. Same thing as step number one, searching Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. Follow us for all updates. Peace. What? We got a little we bit got of sports. All the sports, man. I watch nothing but this this NFL free agency. I have been watching like I hope I don't watch just about every Raiders video on YouTube. They can't give me enough content on this. <laughs> I don't think I ever watch NFL free agency this closely. Like I usually just get the little updates. I'm like, oh, we got this person. But no, now I get to like we got this person. I'm going to watch the their highlights for the past three years, seeing how they're going to fit. I've been watching their last two games for this year. I know exactly how, where their uh, weak points are, where their strong points. Man. So how you feel? If NFL players are taking advantage of the same way we're doing, like, these would be some real, like, tough games. Like, because they should know down to a T what each player does or who they're going against, you know, who their competition is going to be. Right, right. So man, let's let's yeah, start with they the truly watch the tape. let's start with the top of the uh, the food chain, man. Tom Brady, Hudrico's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They still gonna be bombs. He's forty three years old. One bad hit, he goes down. You remember what happened to the, uh, Brett Favre when he tried this nonsense? Yeah, but he also had a terrible line, and he played nothing like Tom Brady as far as getting the ball out of his hands super quick. So I, I think they will keep that up, man. Tom, Tom throws it out of bounds. Man. So, so you, so you tell me the Buccaneers got a a great line? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that they have a great line. <laughs> I, I have no idea how good their line is. I know, uh, you know, uh, Jameis Winston got sacked quite a few times, so I think they need to definitely address that. But. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure, man. I think they will cater the offense to what Tom does great is getting the ball out of his hands uh, quickly. You know what I mean? But I'm not, I'm not super, super duper big on what their line did last year, so I don't want to uh, speak on that. But yeah, if they can't protect him like everybody else, man, like you know, he's gonna have a long. If you get, if you get, if you get excited about a 43 year old quarterback, I'm gonna tell you that's a problem. Like I, we're in new territory here, and. Just history and life tells you, hey, a 43-year-old, like, they're going to get up a lot slower. <laughs> Injury is going to last a lot longer. Uh, so I think I can throw two for just like I did at 20, but it's not true. 
I got aches and pain. So we're going to see how it really goes. It's like, I don't care how much you take care of his body. It's just, <laughs> it's a reason why people stop. It's a reason. Kobe thought the same thing. Look what happened. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you know, like, it's tons of players that thought it. Like LeBron, now he get his rest time in on all this. Like, he's what, 35? And look, <laughs> I'm just telling you, it works a little bit different. I think New England did a good job protecting him uh, most of the time. He had that one or two years, but NFL create new rules for him. But times to move on, man. The, the league is more, it's more of just uh, your Patrick Mahomes and your Lamar Jacksons. Like, you, it, it's built that way because you got these Aaron Donalds and you got all these like defensive ends that can run four fours, four fives, four sevens. You know what I mean, like. They, they coming at you. They coming at you. I don't care how good your line is. Brady, you're not being mobile. You only got less mobile as you got older. I just don't see it. What do you think? I mean, you don't think nothing about the weapons, though? Like, the weapons that he has out there? Uh, Well, James could throw it deep. He can throw a hell of a ball, though, you know? That's the reason. And he, he, don't, he has a different mentality. Like, he's, he don't ever think he's out of it, you so, know? Yeah, so, he'll go out there and still throw it up in full quarter. I don't see... I've seen Tom Brady get frustrated. I've seen Tom Brady. Uh, you know what you leaving out though with Tom Brady is look at who he had to throw to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they had the the best schemes and smartest coaches, great quarterback. But at the end of the day, it takes talent to do you know otherworldly things. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as once Gronk retired and left, like they they couldn't really get chunk plays at all that wasn't even at his disposal and people say he can't throw the deep ball to who who was he gonna throw the deep ball to these past few years you know what i mean so i think with goodwin oj howard and mike evans and mike evans so yeah with those two man those three rather that's 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 a lot man that's a big upgrade from what he had last year and those are big big dudes well you know good ones to speedster but i'm just saying they can make they can get separation and tom can throw it in a general area and them boys can do what they need to do after the catch like i'm not sure i'm not not that i'm not sure i'm positive that wasn't the case i'm i'm i'm, I'm hopeful for time man i think they're gonna be you know forced to be reckoned with man, you know like i hate tom though so i hate him ever since 2001 so they ain't gonna change Right, so so moving on, man, the Rams, uh, they let go of Todd Gurley, man. How you feel about Atlanta picking him up? I mean, we, we still ain't seen Tom Todd Gurley get back to his form. Like, last year, we didn't see, like, it all started with that uh, Super Bowl. We haven't, it's something up with Todd Gurley. And I think he took advantage of not having to go take a physical. Yeah, I think they said like, something he's, about he's, a degenerative uh, knee issue to where yeah. it's just going to get worse. You know, over the course of the years, so like most, I think Atlanta's looking to use him not as a starting running back, so to speak, just as a guy to change change the pace. Um, so, but he's not getting paid like it. So, I, I don't know what what you can expect if there is a season this year and, and what he's going to do. To be honest with you, after last year and how the Rams were protecting him from from himself. If you got an eighty percent healthy Todd Gurley. And you're using him as a uh, a shared backfield. You're going to have a very productive Todd Gurley, even at eighty percent. But if it's worse than that, then hey, we, I, I don't know what they call. Yeah, true, true that, true that. 
So, uh, what's the next big chip, man? That uh, that you wanted to discuss? You want to discuss uh, oh, Nelson okay. Aguilar? You want to go to your Raiders, or you want to you want to keep going to the big moves? Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. New team, new person. You know, new me. No, nah, man. That's it, the only thing I can hope for on that. It, now he a Raider. Now you got, got a little positivity. <laughs> man, that boy. I gotta try to. <laughs> They don't. They don't have no love for Derek Carr, man. None at all, man. Yeah, man. Like they keep saying that he's the guy and we want him to show, but they don't give him no weapons, nothing. Uh, like we seen, like our tight end for the past couple years has been our number one option. Are they ever going to get any more receivers to actually stretch the field? Like I, I think Tyrell Williams going to do it if healthy. Like we know he had his foot problem, uh, but. I think this was more of a depth move. I think we still go out and draft uh, a number one wide receiver. And Nelson Aguilar just deals with if people are out for a game or two, you know, he's able to fill in, which shouldn't be a problem. But we didn't dealt with the drops before with uh, uh, Amari Cooper, pawned him off to the Cowboys. And luckily, they ain't been our problem no more. That's still theirs. They wouldn't pay the top dollar to the kids. But... Number one pickup for us though, we 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 fixed our linebacker and our defensive problems. That's that was that was key. That was key. So we know where we can focus. Uh, it's gonna be a different thing going into this draft. So we're actually drafting for the position of whatever falls to us, whatever is available, the yeah. best player available versus yeah, yeah. actually going for a need. Yeah, you got you got you another uh, another uh, highlight pickup, Jason Witten. Uh, that that actually <laughs> had me concerned for. We had a Foster Moreau, like I don't know if you know, like that was like one hour block yeah, and yep. like receiving tight ends. He got injured halfway through the season, like pulled his groin, like just like stepping out of bounds, and his leg kept pulling, just hurt. So that tells me like it just I don't believe like he healed up as much as they leave known, and this is just like a safety blanket, okay. which. Which, I mean, they're not expecting him to be Darren Waller. We got Darren Waller for that. Like, just need somebody that's a consistent uh, person who can possession catcher, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to secure the catch at, at any point. And that's Jason Whitten. I don't see, yeah, he's older. Uh, but if Tom Brady can still play at 43, at 38, he can still do How, how was, uh, uh, what was Kansas City uh, tight end that played forever, too? Or you just had Gonzalez? uh, uh about yeah, Gonzalez. Gonzalez. How, yeah, how long did he play? Yeah, remember he went up there to New England, kept playing at the same age, and still was productive. So I think he'd still be productive. So yeah, I think yeah, at the end of the day, I joke about it, but I mean, you know, that dude runs three yards, sits down on the catch, and I mean, and that's really it. I think he's just gonna be a good locker room guy and transition yeah, or, just or was, be cut before the year years over with. Like I, I don't. I joke, but I'm like, damn. I kind of was like, why are you guys even picking him up? But you know, he's a he's a solid pro, man. Uh, the next yeah, the next team I wanted to touch on, man, and just because I know they have one of the best defenses in the league, but they're losing like all their key defensive guys is the Minnesota Vikings. Man, with the, all the talks that's been coming out about these coaches and not respecting the players, it, it gotta have you thinking the same thing up there. Like, what, what's falling apart up there? I wish one of their players yeah, would come Stephon out. Stephon Diggs is gone. So Stephon Diggs just leaving. Like, you sign uh, the quarterback, but then you don't sign nobody else around him. It's just like people running actually like every everything on your defense is leaving everybody on your defense. yeah like so, all the key all the key guys i mean even though even the old vets like xavier rhodes and and they uh what's the guy 
Linval Joseph and a few other cats that have been there for quite some time. They're gone, and I'm like, I don't know what they're going to be next year as far as uh, yeah. on defense, man. They're going to have to patch some things together as far and they lose to some of their young guys as well. So um, that, that's terrible. Yeah. But, man, Eagles landed a cornerback that we needed, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm happy about that, man, and, and picking up Darius Slay. I think we overpaid him for his age. Uh, you know, he'll p- probably make around 16 to 15 uh, million in the next two years, uh, the first two years yeah. of his contract. But I'm cool with that if he pans out. I'm not overly hype about it. And the reason being is I've sat through the Namdi Asamoahs and other guys that we've gotten since, uh, you know, the early 2000s when we had a decent secondary. So I've sat through from Namdi Asamoah all the way forward. Like we haven't had a great secondary at all any of those years. And somehow we still managed to make it to the playoffs uh, most years. So I'm not too hype about it until I see what happens. Kind of was sad about letting uh, Malcolm Jenkins go to the, uh, the Saints. So, but you know, the the contract being what it was and him turning thirty three, now it's time to move away from it. You know what I mean? Like I got, like I said, a good locker room guy, captain on the defense, and we appreciate all all he he did, man. But uh, you know, sometimes you got to make them difficult decisions, and the safety is thirty three, yeah. man. It's you know, sometimes you got to move on, man. So. You know, we got a few a yeah. uh, few guys that we did resign as far as uh, you know bringing them back, like with Jalen Mills and stuff like that. So I'm 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 encouraged that with what those guys showed that they can do in a lesser role and trying to see what they can do moving forward. So um, the only thing that I'm having real issues with is uh, our wide receiving core, man. So just getting some reinforcements, man. You know, we got Zach Ertz and we got Dallas Goddard at the tight end position. So. We're cool on that for a few years to come, you know what I mean? But our wide receiver, that's, you know, that's up in the air, man, to be honest with you. So I think we're going to attack that in the draft, man, since it's such a deep draft and you can get a, a solid wide receiver in the third, even the third round. So You should. You're going to get one as good as Nelson Hagelor, though. I mean... <laughs> Raiders, like Raiders got that one. That's a steal, bro. Yeah, I'm, we're gonna get that Super Bowl production, Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> we're gonna get those other couple years. Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> happy, I'm happy about that. I'm happy about that, man. And uh, you know, the other concern is the running back position. So, you know, what are we what are we doing there? You know, we let go of uh, Howard and a few others. So Clement, he he's gone or whatever. So we really have nobody to really speak of. I know they were talking about bringing back. Uh, shady as just like a third down back or something like that, you know, just because he can patch, uh, catch out of the backfield. I wouldn't be too mad at that, you know, for old time's sake. What what is so, Deshaun, just- what is Deshaun Jackson gonna be, you know, next year if he's healthy, you know? So a whole lot of things up in the air at the wide receiver and shit on the offensive and in position, man. And uh, yeah, in general rather. So. Off, off top, just off the free agency moves, I feel like the Las Vegas Raiders, we're going to win at least. We're going to go one and one with, uh, with the Chiefs this year, at least. Well, just off the moves that we made right now. Now, if we continue to improve, we may actually like uh, take both of those. So, if we get the wide receiver help that we need and we fill in a couple other holes on defense, man, it may be a guarantee. How do you feel right now for y'all biggest competition, the Cowboys? Uh, well, they lost their top cornerback, so that was a good thing. Um. And I was looking like you, like you said, I was looking at all the tape or whatever. So as soon as we got uh, Slay, I'm looking at the Cowboys game from last year when he was uh, when he was playing on uh, Cooper or whatever. So I was like, damn, how's he going to match up? 
Yeah, I was like, how is he going to match up against their best uh, wide receiver? And, and right now, our biggest competition in the division. So he locked his ass up. So I was encouraged about the Cooper and Darius Slay uh, pairing should you know it come to that or whatever. So I'm, I'm confident with that. What I'm not confident with is uh, Schwartz's defensive schemes. Like He seems to be balls to the wall, you know, blitz at any time and leaving the cornerbacks there, you know, the secondary defend for themselves and make up for a lot of things when we don't get home to the quarterback. So how does he adjust to our personnel this year is my biggest concern. I have no concerns about any moves that anybody made in the NFC East to answer your question, though. And then I, I go ahead and answer the hood. Yeah, even though they got all these players and we got this old ass quarterback, uh, we still don't get our ass whooped when it comes to the Saints. True uh, Brees is just a better quarterback, a better player, has more talent around him. Now he got a du- two dual threat wide receivers. So this is going to be a challenge. I, I just don't see how we're going to get past this. That was me talking for her, Rico. All right, let's <laughs> move on. But, you, know, you bring up a you bring up a good point, man. Like I'm I'm excited about seeing uh, Drew Brees against Tom Brady twice a year, maybe even three if both of them get to the playoffs. So, man, that that should be uh, you know watching them old ass quarterbacks. But I think, like I said, I think it's a changing of the guard, man. So who knows, man? But uh, the Raiders made not the Raiders, the uh, Saints made a lot of key moves as well. Uh, they picked up uh, old boy from San Francisco, um, Emmanuel Sanders. Even yeah. though he hasn't done a whole lot um, in the last few years since he, uh, I think, what did it, he tore his uh, Achilles or was it his ACL? I can't remember which injury, but I know he was out for damn near a whole year and uh, came back last year. So he was productive, uh, but, I, you know, if that's your slot receiver, you can't really go too wrong with that in uh, Sean Payton's offense. You got anything else for the NFL, man, that you watched or you want to mention? Nah, I mean, it's the only sport in town right now, so we still, whatever news we get, like I'm dripping on every little word that they say about it. So you say watch every tape about every possibility that could go out there. Hey, yo, it's your boy, The Press. If you like what we've been doing, the topics we've been discussing, like, link, share, subscribe, and keep listening for more topics that'll keep your ass off the couch. So when we was talking off offline, man, uh, or, or earlier in the pod, rather, you were talking about some of the things that, uh, you know, you were doing like reading and, th- and things like that. So, have you caught up on any new music, or you know, what, what do you find yourself listening to now? What what's some of the what's some of the the things on press list where he would download and, and revisit? Music wise, yeah, music wise, any any genre. Oh man! So we, how many we get? Uh, you can go with five, man. Five to begin with. I mean, if you want to go, you know, a little further than that, that's up to you. Oh man! So if I'm if they said download, you get five albums to download, and then you're gonna be knocked off your streaming service for two to three weeks. That's yeah, what you're saying, pretty much. Uh, yeah. So if I had if I, if I had five, I hope I got other music on here. But let's say it was completely white clean. It's like five albums that I had to get to. I think that's where you're going. That's where so, I'm going with it. Yeah, that's where I'm going with it. All right, then I would definitely no particular order, but the five would be uh, color the gray. Uh, Uptown XO. Damn, that came out a uh, minute ago. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like what, 2012, 2013. Is that on? I like, guess uh, one of the albums. Is it on streaming services or? 
Yeah, it's on Spotify. It's not on Title though, which makes me upset. Like I, I look for it constantly. It's never came on Title yet, but it's definitely on Spotify. Uh, so, uh, but it, it was just one of those albums. Just like it was coming up. Is you remember how Kanye was when he was initially coming up? Like you was like, oh yeah, he get better and better. The backpack type rapper before you find out like he ain't writing none of his stuff. He ain't doing all this. His fake lies, like uh, J Cole exposed him and everything, right? Yeah. Uh, but just where where that type of rap could go. This was like the peak of it to me. Uh, it was poetry to paper. It was a uh, struggle meets backpack rap. You know. Yeah. Uh, only problem with it. Only problem with this with that album. The artist was just like. I haven't seen it repeated from this artist. This was like a one-time like masterpiece type album, and either had a song here or there maybe, but as a whole album, this hasn't been repeated. And like Uptown XO, he's uh he's with uh, uh with Mellow Music Group. Okay, uh, that's okay. the oh uh, what's the point name? When we went to the concert with oh Odyssey, Odyssey, Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, he went he went Odyssey then. Uh, so that's kind of like how I got a hold of them, like when it was part of that group. And then uh, this album, and this album has constantly stayed with me and stayed like I gotta have it. I gotta listen to it like every couple months or something like that. It's one of my staple albums. And uh, intro starts off with like poetry. Uh, and if you're gonna go top five songs on there, it goes Soul Value, uh, then you got Everyday, Reflection Eternal, Exoskeleton, Spread Love. Those are, if you're gonna download this album, those are the five songs I say definitely give a look, listen to. Make sure you listen at those. Uh, give me a time to think about the other ones. Uh, you give me one right now, then. Oh, uh, so yeah, my first one is definitely gonna be uh, Blueprint by Jay Z, man. It, you know, it's just like the time and place you were in your life at the time, um, listen to it, man. So I remember being. And basic training uh, going through, and that was uh, I thought you were would be able to listen to music. I don't know what I was thinking when I was <laughs> coming <laughs> in, but uh, it was that album, and uh, I came in like two, maybe less than two weeks before nine eleven, uh, in basic training. So that was one of the albums I, I took with me, and I had to stare at it in my wall locker for you know six weeks of uh, basic training. That and the uh, what's Fabulous's first album. Um, damn it, I forgot the. It's not Street Dreams, but anyway, so that was one of them, and I couldn't wait to to get to that album, man. And you know, like staring at it week in and week out after it got there, or it was delivered to me. So listening to it, man, I was just blown away, man, with you know how good it was, and you know, listen to it, you know, when like you say, when a rapper has arrived and they they've reached their apex of what they're they're doing as far as a rapper. So that was definitely one of those albums for me and there's not probably a word that i don't know a verse that i don't know in and out on that album so that's definitely one i'm taking uh, i'm downloading if i can't listen to anything else um shoot so man i'm, I'm fortunate to speak on that porch i'm fortunate to like uh come back around them I'm, I'm working right now like with uh, the guy who was my roommate when i was in like tech school come from over there when I was up in there at the time, this album dropped. Many people forget, like that happened right at 9/11 too. Yeah, uh, it was a big moment, and <laughs> he still jokes about anytime he to this day. Like 9/11 happened, I come off and I'm like, man, I gotta get to the BX. I'm still going by that Blueprint album. I get the Blueprint, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, I, and I'm blasting it. And I'm like, I end up. We, we was in tech school, so we have to take tests and everything. I end up failing my next class. 
and he constantly brings it up because I was so worried about going to get this Jay Z album, listening at the blueprint, <laughs> versus like paying attention to what was actually going on. He's probably right, right on that right there. <laughs> so that that would definitely holds a special moment to me too. Just like the event that happened, you know, and it was world changing right for us at all times. Like, um, yeah, sort of sort of like now, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> so you're gonna definitely remember it, and I definitely remember that album. Yeah, so I definitely follow you on that. Yeah, um, the other one I got, man, I'll go uh, back to R&B, and this is an album I, I go to all the time when I just get in my, my chill mode, man, is uh, Anti by Rihanna. So she just got okay. a shit ton of jams on there, man. Kiss It Better, uh, you know, Work With Drake, that's a smash. Uh, shit, she got so many joints on there, man, that it's, it's one of the... Now, for me to nerd out, it's probably one of the, the more well produced and engineered albums like you can hear the difference on a rihanna album versus majority of the other albums that you'll ever listen to like i if you're a music lover just listen to this album and then listen to it anywhere i don't care if it's in your car your headphones your ear airpods it just sounds immaculately done as far as on that level so um but that's that's one of my go-tos all the time as far as r&b no matter you know how long it takes for Rihanna to drop again, which I hope is this year. So that's my that's my number I will, two. I will give you one R&B album. That's all I'm gonna have in mind. You know, like, but it's, it is the R&B album. It is probably the album for me, like that I listen to more than anything, and that I'm gonna always carry. Like if it was dropped down to one thing, that's Usher Confessions. So that album, hands down, the best R&B album. Uh, I will stand firm on it. I will debate anybody. Uh, I'm never going to budge off of it. It's my my opinion. So, Confessions, hands down, the best album. Um, I was going to give the top five songs on that. Confessions 1 and 2, they got to go together. You got to listen to those back to back. He had Throwback. That was the song with Jada Kiss. And I think, uh, who was the, who was another cat had? They, it was like a couple songs had that same beat. Like, they dropped right around the same time frame. Uh, I can't remember. There's another RB singer. I can't remember. Yeah. I know what you. I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember the name of that person. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's yeah. damn. That's that's a damn good one, man. Because I remember uh, when we were in Cali together. Like there was not a place that you did not hear that Usher album blasting out somebody's yeah. speakers. And you know, you country boys, boy. Yeah, I was ignorant with it out there, boy. Y'all had all y'all yeah. subs in the back, and y'all. It went from just all hip hop to just Usher. You know what I'm saying? All throughout the base, no matter who you saw up to the high ranking people at the time, because we was at the bottom of the totem pole all the way to us. You know what I mean? I think everybody loved that album, man. Uh, I'm not going to mention that. I'm not going to second that. It had nothing to do with Cali. Had nothing to do with Cali. I don't want to think my wife think I got better days in Cali before she came along. (laughs) 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 It's just a great album. It don't send me back to no feelings. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, the other one, man, is uh, for me as far as hip hop goes, is uh, it's my guy uh, Beanie Siegel, man. The Truth, that first album was just, I was like, yo, who is this guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, who yeah. is this guy rapping like this with this? I hadn't heard a, a Philly rapper before that uh, be that distinct and sound and and that authentic and be about really what he was rapping about, man. So uh, it's just phenomenal wordplay man like i just i just didn't see it before um as far as that goes and again you know that was just one of those albums that got me through i think it was i was in high school at the time when this album uh came out so uh 
Yeah, man, I downloaded everything from Beanie Siegel that I ever can think of, mixtape-wise. Uh, well, not downloaded, because at the time, it was no, no real downloading. You had to go to the store to buy it. So uh, the bootleg man had, you know, all those best of albums that you would see yeah. at the barbershop. So, yeah, after that, I became a Beanie fanatic. So any best ofs I can get, then I found out he was, you know, cool with the Roots and did some songs with the Roots and was on a Roots album. So I probably went and... and just got everything Beanie Sue. So, the truth, man, that's that's one of the the best Rockefeller releases um, from that era, which is one of my favorite uh, hip hop eras. So, what else for you as far as hip hop, man? Uh, my next one up, man. So we got we got Color the Gray, Uptown XO, Confessions, Usher. Then I would probably say uh, The Gifted, Wale. Oh, uh, t- yeah, that's a tough one. And uh, I'm gonna say just because that one just reminds me of just like. It feels like a going into springtime type of album, uh, just coming out of the dark, going into light. Uh, it's a, like a motivational type album for me. So, like anytime I'm in stuck in like a little area, I can go listen at that. It can help me get back motivated and thinking positive and moving forward on everything. So it's more of like a mood type album, but I gotta have it with me because like if I go to that dark place and I need to come out of it. That's that's how I do it. Just gives me back feeling happier, you know? Right. Okay. Okay. And I'll, I'll, so, I'll end with my last two. So, and these are completely on different spectrums, and <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious. But so I got Thriller by Michael Jackson, and that's that's just an easy one, just because I don't care who you are, man. You played that with family around, being a little kid trying to do the dances and all that stuff, and that's all my grand granddad, uh, my late granddad played, man. So I've had a lot of great um childhood memories to that album and and definitely could still play it to this day and uh remember have certain memories so i would definitely love to take that one with me and then uh my guy joe Budden, man moon music too man uh it was just <laughs> it was just a lot of yeah complete drastic uh uh <laughs> um, um change there man but yeah joe Budden, man that was probably one of the the first mixtapes that I got from him to where I was like, oh shit, who is this dude rapping like this, man? And the emo rap and uh, just being t- totally transparent on his raps and the, the the quality of the audio was trash, but you didn't care because he was rapping his ass off, you know what I mean? And he was being so honest. So, uh, and that's that's pretty much why I like him with all his music, which, you know, people shit on him about Pump It Up, but I mean, his, his catalog is so much more deeper and he was rapping like a lot of guys rap about anxiety and marital or you know female issues long before it was popular to let that out you know what i mean so those are my five so the original the original emo rapper that was he's the original uh, emo but, rapper yeah so so it sounds very similar to what i was talking about with the wale it's like my mood music that one's gonna get me out of dark place so it's gonna go through that uh so for that wale top five songs on there i would say like Go to Salvation, which is like Jesus Peace, Love, Hate, Thing, Sunshine, Heaven's Afternoon. And then you got 88, talking about the Jordan 3s. Just what well, nobody does is like Wale missing, mixing sports with rap and actually having it, you know, actually flow, you know? Right. Uh, and and it'd, be com- it'd be intricate um, yeah. raps. It's not like a simple, you know, two bar, four bar setup, punchline type of thing. Yeah. So. And usually have stories up in there where he's talking about a, a no name uh, or a lower name athlete talking in about it, you know, on their build up, you know? Right, right, right. And what's your last All one? All right. And then my last two. Oh, yeah, uh, last two. 
Lupe Fiasco, Tessio, and you. Just a masterpiece. Yeah, Hands down masterpiece. I agree with you. Masterpiece. I, I, I'm not going anywhere without that album. Uh, just uh, from the intro, Muriel, just like where he rapping nonstop for like eight minutes. Uh, that's going to have you just constantly on repeat trying to catch everything. Uh, you, you can listen to just that song for about two, three hours just trying to catch everything and, you know, follow through. Uh, it's conspiracies, theories, dream too. Like, I'm talking about stuff like, oh, was this messed up? Uh, I think you talk about the chemtrails and stuff in there. So it's just like so much stuff that you can follow in that song. Uh, then you got the admiration of Maji, uh, which is just talking about just a classic, just building the classic and it, it referenced all the other classics. That's one where they talk about all the babies on the album covers. Those are the classic albums for yeah, everybody. Yeah. 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 Uh, then you got Dots in Line, No Scratches, and Deliver. Man, just those will be the main ones I would point you to, but that whole album, I'm telling you, just a complete other masterpiece. Like, uh, anybody not familiar with Lupe Fiasco, go listen at that album, just listen to it. Great, 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 great. Yeah, I remember, um, you, I remember and then, you guys uh, telling me all about that album. It took me a while to get to it just because, like, when you listen to that album, you have to give it your undivided attention to catch all yes. the things that you're about to catch because it's so much packed into you know 60 65 minutes of, of music man like that you you can't just play that on a on a wimp going to the gym you know what i mean like you got to really sit down yeah. and, and focus unapologetic lupe basically like you're gonna actually he's gonna make you think you're gonna have to rewind he's gonna be uh and that's what he had rapped about earlier in his other album where you're talking about oh you need to dumb it down dumb everything down he don't at all on this so uh not my favorite album from him but you know what I'm saying? I lo- I love food and liquor. If, if I had to swap some out, food and liquor is my shit, man. Okay. And then Lil Wayne, the Carter Two. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hands. That's, that's that Lil is Lil my Wayne. favorite Lil Wayne album. That's Lil that Wayne is album. My favorite. Uh, hands down, and I'm I'm gonna go with it. I think that's the best. I you got Jay Z on yours. Lil Wayne would be that top tier to me, uh, and. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't gonna get locked down without no Wayne. Yeah, shot ugly like Cartwright. Come on, bitch, bark bite. Mm. Yeah, just, mm. yeah, yeah. There was nothing just from the <laughs> intro way, he laid it all out. Yeah. You know, it was like Lil Wayne getting everything off his chest. He opened up to the world on that. That's yeah. kind of like how he done went ever since then. You know, I, yeah, I just feel, being I a little bit more personal in his raps. Yeah, certain artists that have like those intros, like we were talking about a couple of or we always talk about intros and how important that is to an album and as soon as you hear that caught a caught a caught and it's like yeah you know it's over or whatever yeah um and then you know the mob you know like it's just nothing but dope dope joints on there man but uh yeah top five on that i would say you have to listen to oh no uh money on the mind uh feeling feel me uh hustler music and i'm a d-boy cool cool yeah man uh yeah i'm definitely you got me wanting to revisit some of these some of your picks man uh i just downloaded that color the gray on spotify while you mentioned it because uh, yeah it, is, it isn't on anything it isn't on apple or anything man so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna listen to that I mean, i'm gonna listen to that later on while i'm while i'm just chilling up um and vibing out man see see what that sound like because i've never even heard that album everything else i've heard on your list but that uh, that's the one that you actually missed out on, man. Definitely, definitely. Let me know what you think about it too, man. Hit me up. Let me know what you think. Oh, for sure. All right? For sure, for sure, for sure, man. 
But yo, man, with that said, man, we do have a a question from one of our callers. So we're going to kind of switch gears and get into our relationship bag. Um, But we do have a special guest uh, that we're going to bring in. We're going to try to go back to our our single times because that's kind of where the question derives from. But we're going to get our guests on the line and, and we'll be right back. Yo, it's your man Rodrigo from the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Hey, do me a favor, man. Go to all your social media, your Twitter, your Instagram, your YouTube, your Facebook. Find us, DSC underscore podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Hit us up. Peace. Uh, so, yeah, we got we got the listener uh, sent us a question. If you send us a question, we're definitely going to try to get to it and answer it. Uh, not my real cup of tea, but hey. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll you were single, we'll single back in the day. I, I was. It's, it's been a while since I've been that way. So, But uh, I, I felt like we needed somebody else. So we done went and snatched up. Uh, we got Terry, another one of our listeners, one of, who can give a different perspective than we can. Right. So, Terry, you there? Uh, yes, sir. I am. What's going on with y'all? Hey, we good. We good. Right, we good, good, man. Appreciate you coming on. Welcome. Welcome to the couch, Terry. Yeah, all, I right, all we that. ask is a little bit of honesty up in there. Like don't be, oh don't man, serenade and get you some new, uh, get you something new on the side over there, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> I like that. Tell the truth, tell the truth on these topics. Hey, these I, women need to know. I'm gonna try to dial <laughs> back into my single days too. I'm gonna try to, you know, I'm gonna try to draw from it, man. But let me play the uh, the question real quick. Hello, couch potatoes. My first question is: How long will a man date a woman that is not currently having? Intercourse, sexual intercourse, um, before he decides to dip out, ghost her. Wow. How long will a man date a woman before uh, she gives up the goods or she's just, you know, outright honest and says she's not going to give it up for a while? Terry, what you got for us, man? Man, so it's really funny, man. Like you you, want to talk about dating like back in the day when, when we were coming up, you know what I'm saying? Well, throw it out there. I'm 32 years old. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, a, it's a little different now than it, than it was, you know, when we was 20, 18, whatever, running and gunning the streets. But, you know, you, you got to deal with maturity these days. And it depends on what, what tier she's in. You know what I'm saying? So the crazy thing is, is females, they, uh, they go out there on these little dating apps and and you know, out out into these streets, and they they don't really know themselves. So that, that's the that's my first thing is know yourself, and that that is gonna get you your answer. And what I'm talking about, man, it's like, are you going out there for a rebound? Are you going out there? You know what I'm saying? Trying to just find some stimulating conversation? Are you actually out there trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like for 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 a purpose. And when I say a purpose. There's females that know, you know, that they got a little, a little dust down there. They just trying to get it knocked off real quick. <laughs> True that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they don't want to, they don't want to go out there and, and put it out there. Like, hey, cause it, it makes them feel like, you know, they, they kind of put themselves out there like a hoe and it makes sense. But it, in, in this day and age, man, it's like, we rather have the truth than, you know, somebody leading you on. If you're going out there and that's what you want, then say that's what you want. But if you're going out there and trying to actually find a relationship, well, there's a there's a couple other things you got to know, and that's what tier are you in? And when I talk about tiers, man, like scale of one to ten, how we talk about females, 
uh, if the females don't know, they, they can go to, uh, what is it, like the female attractive scale on like urban dictionary. <laughs> That, that, that's that's defined, you know what I'm saying? One, one to ten, go go in there, look it up. Uh, see see where you lie, you know what I'm saying? And don't lie to yourself. But if you if you are eight and up, <laughs> you got some options that other females don't have. You know what I'm saying? Like you can possibly give hey, it up. Hey, what Terry on the first that, night? What Terry tapped that in the round is look. If you were eight, I'm a wit. <laughs> Look at that! Hey, and my man, was that hey, was that prompted at all? No, you just you just know, you know you what I'm saying? Know, you like, you know. what's, okay, then, what's the time frame from a five to a, say uh, to that eight level? That five to eight. Like, what's, so what's the time see, frame? See, see, that's the next point. If you from a five to an eight, well, I, I won't even say five. I, I don't I don't even know how to. How to talk about a five, man? That 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 that's kind of rough. Yeah. But <laughs> let's hey, let's, let's go sit. I want to my, my reputation with a five, damn it. You know what I'm saying? That, that, hey, if you were if you were like a six to an eight, see the thing is like if you if you going if you going straight across in your tier, you have a little more leeway. You can act like you were eight if you mess with a dude that's a a six. You know what I'm saying? Two seven, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But if you dating outside your tier, uh it, it, it depends on how you want to play that. If you give it up too early, it, it's just like your mama said, uh, nobody wants a cow, they can get the milk for free. So dating outside your tier, you give it up a little too early. I, I'm 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 fairly sure that they're they're not trying to, you know what I'm saying, come back. At least in a you know a responsible manner that you you gonna turn into the the girl they call at you know one o'clock in the morning talking about what you doing uh, you get that are you up text that's what you <laughs> after, that, after, that's what you gonna turn you know, into yeah after I'm out for the night and the club let out I hear you so like I I'm just like you said Terry man honesty from the beginning like if that's if you if we're dating or we're dealing with each other on that level and you know from the time that you say that then allow me to decide whether I want to stick around for that because I may be at the point in my life where that's not necessarily where I'm at, where I'm trying to date you for months and months and months only, you know, for that to happen. You know what I mean? So it just depends on where I'm at or I may, you know, everybody, let's, let's be honest. We all had a roster when we were single. So it just depends on whether you can deal with the rest of your roster until, this one you know you see where this one goes like if you're dating like you're not clearly it's not just one person um and and as a man sometimes you may not be having sex with just one woman so you may mm-hmm. yeah you may be able to have sex over here <laughs> with this woman until shorty who necessarily doesn't want to give it up because of you know she's been through past issues wants to give it up so you can kind of weigh, weigh your time out so you may not necessarily need her if she is on a certain scale and I won't give her a number but if she's on a scale to where you can treat her you know where she has all the the intangibles then you'll wait it out if not and you ain't at that point then you know thanks thanks for being honest with me and I'm not at that point in my life either and I'm gonna I'm move on cool see my man so when you, my man when you say intangibles when you say roster I wanna know what type of roster would you deal with would you talk about the track team roster 
Oh, would no, you go no, no, against the basketball team uh, roster? A stable. A sta- <laughs> a did, sta- you, did you have the, the actual football team start size? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I have some respect for myself now. <laughs> Dang, Prez. So where were you at? You want to ask the question? Hey, so we're moving on. And uh, then... Uh, <laughs> listen, man. Hey, yo, what's, the stat- hey. what's the statute of limitations in your house, Prez? Because I, I really don't want you sleeping on the couch. All I know, I haven't reached those statue of limitations right. yet. Well, that's why we, we got Terry. We, that's why we got Terry. Willie, we'll say it's just a roster. It's a roster. You you use your imagination which roster you was on. Got gotcha. you. We know. I, I hear you. I hear you. It, it, it wasn't a track team. Let me just say that. It was a little bit more than a track team. <laughs> um, Yo. So what advice would you so, give the, 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 the caller? So what... So what you're saying is, like, if you're dating outside your tier, if you know that you're in that level, let's say you're the eight and you're dating below your tier, you can wait a little bit. You man, within your tier, it's a chance that they may wait. Uh, but if you're dating above your tier, uh, you just gotta mm, and get and hope for the best, right? That it's gonna work out. They still pick. So there, so there's two ways to play that, right? If you if you want them to stay around. And and uh, was it? Isaiah said he talked about intangibles. You you got you gotta you gotta show those intangibles first. You know what I'm saying? And you, you talk about intelligence, sense of humor, have a car, you live by yourself, all all, all the things that make a make a dude want to stay around. You you got you got to present all of that first. You know what I'm saying? If you dating outside your tier, give them a reason to stay around. And then put that thing on them. You know what I'm saying? And, hey, that, that just seals the deal. So that that's that's what that's what you gotta that's what you gotta worry about is the possibility of you know them not wanting to wait that long. But what does that really mean? Yeah, true. Are are they ready for a relationship? Right. You know what I'm saying? A, a person a person that's mature and that's ready for a relationship that you know that they're gonna give it some time. Yeah, true, true that, and it, I'm I'm a believer. Like when you know when I was single, is like there is no no real time limit. I would never put that on anybody. Like, hey, I'm not gonna do this for a certain amount of time because I'm just gonna let whatever happen happen naturally. So you know, clearly, I, I'm just thinking this caller may have gone through some things in the past to where they want to wait. So you know, if you're willing for guys to dip, you know, if you're willing to take that chance for certain guys that you want to see dip out and all that, then maybe, you know, it wasn't worth your time, sweetie. You know what I mean? So, um, but, you know, just stand, I would say stand on your morals and the dudes that want to stick around, they'll stick around. Um, but just know that more often than not, our species are uh, known to, <laughs> to dip out. So yeah. the, the, the thing is, the question I have is, do they understand the difference between dating and a relationship? And that's what I was, that was the portion I was going to get at. Cause like, like you said, the roster, like my roster is never depleted at, at any point. So if I got through something, I categorize you in the main category. I push around and I'll wait for you, but I'm still over here doing my, like I got other stuff that's going on. So I ain't pressing as much, <laughs> you know, I just sit out there and wait it out. But, if you the only one, then I may be moving on a little bit faster. Look, yeah. all I'm saying is, if, you dating, if yeah. you dating, don't be mad if you find out that he dating somebody else. Y'all just getting to know each other, right? Right. Yeah. So you're not in a relationship. 
then and you and you're not putting out don't, don't be mad when you find out that that somebody else is yeah you know but i would say like as dudes like typically we may not even say that like be that honest like some dudes are not that honest for whatever reason or not another they just kind of tend to just fade off so like if that conversation's had like i'm glad that a woman would if she's have, i think she should have that conversation more with dudes is put that out on front street and then let them navigate what they want to do as a result and have that conversation because you're going to save yourself and him a lot of time of bsing with ghosting and all that stuff that occurs so you can cut a lot of bs out if you yeah. honest from the jump well let's see okay that honestly it works on your work wait i ain't gonna be honest i was never honest till we passed the six month part <laughs> so <laughs> whatever you wanted i ain't gonna tell you the truth anyway till we pass the six months i don't gotta know you a little bit but like even if you ask me straight up then i'm lying about that hey maturity yeah there we go there you go i'm gonna tell you right now about hey, look I, I can tell you it, it was about two years ago when i was 30 years old was the time that i decided to be mature that that i that i finally figured it out we're like, hey, there's no need to lie no more. But it, it is what it is. Like, like y'all was saying, man. Like if if we start out this dating, this relationship, what, whatever you want to call it, is it serious? Is this something that you're looking for? Are you just trying to be friends with benefits? Whatever. Like, define it. Let let each other know what you're really looking for, what you really want. And if y'all ain't on the same page, then keep it pushing. Right. And, and fellas, sometimes be honest, cause. You can live your truth and she'll still stick around if she want to fuck with you. I mean, if she want to deal with you, you know what I mean? So <laughs> you don't have to necessarily do all of the tip, you know, the things that you don't necessarily want to do. Like, just keep it a buck and just say, oh, this is what I, I expected from this relationship. If you don't want to do that, then I'm out. Um, But like I said, man, I had a conversation early and, you know, hopefully the dude is, you know, mature enough to, to answer, you know, what your requirements will be during the dating phase or you know relationship phase should you guys get there you'll have another conversation clearly but uh yeah yeah that's 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 what i got for that one that's basically what y'all said the game to change ain't no strategy in the game no more you just gotta be just go straight forward yeah time yeah (laughs) too short life too short man to be bs man that's what i'm saying man hey i can't be messy out here bro like because you gotta know like if i gotta i gotta be able to say you know what it is like because you know calm big believer in karma and all that that stuff comes back to you man so when you do a lot of people dirty or you you living foul on this end and do, doing this on this end that shit's gonna catch up to you so if you could keep it 100 with everybody you in a relationship with with the you know man or woman you know what i'm saying because i know some women out here that rock traditionally how you know society would view men with being with uh, different men as long as you can keep that up front and honest and be like you ain't the only one I'm dealing with or or maybe even sleeping with as long as that person can stomach that then I think you're in the clear long term you know what I mean that's what's up man I agree I agree well Terry thank you for coming on here and giving a different perspective than we gonna give which is uh you were semi honest I still think you're lying on some things but well we may have you around again <laughs> Hey man, hey you got, you, hey, you gotta let them know sometimes. But it, we we gotta have a talk before, you know what I'm saying? We start recording if we're gonna give away the trade secrets. Oh yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, man, like I said, like uh, Perez said, man, Terry, we appreciate you coming on and, and spending a couple minutes with us over here on the couch. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all, man. It's always a good listen. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. I appreciate it. All right. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Right. That was that was Terry, man, and uh, you know, our relationship segment there. So, ladies, hopefully you got something out of that. And uh that was that was a good conversation, Prez. Initially I was kinda like, I don't know if I'ma really divulge all of the secrets, but you know, had to had to be honest, man. I'm I'm you know, I ain't I ain't about to go out in the field again, so you know. Ain't nobody going out no time soon, so hopefully they even got about this and they Oh, you know, it's content <laughs> overload. Content, content overload. Content overload. They just breeze right past this part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, hey, Hadrico, man. We wish you was here, man. I know you had to head out to work, man. I, I don't even know if we mentioned Hadrico was, <laughs> wasn't on that episode. Uh, he was on. He was. He was on here earlier. Remember, uh, we talked about his team, his uh, hopes and dreams for the Buccaneers. You don't remember that part? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, we missing the the TV portion of this and that's usually like his cup of tea so we'll definitely pick back up next, next yeah week. we'll pick back that, up on that but everybody I think at this point you know we can't give them no more advice hell they gotta give us some advice they've been on the yeah. couch for the last week yeah. we need y'all y'all couch uh, entertain the quarantine and chill playlist here but yeah man with that said man uh, let's do it again next week next Sunday we'll be right back here same place same time